This is Will and MJ on Triple M. Are we live? You took the words right out of my mouth. They're awake and they're on fire. MJ, we're yeah. back. Oh, so much to cover today. So much content. It's just a content farm at the moment. It's, we're not going to be able to fit it all in. This might be an extended edition of the podcast. I'm flagging it early. Which people have asked for. They say, you know, the 21 minutes you to deliver minutes. every two to eight weeks. You know, it's sometimes it's not, it's enough. not enough. Well, for those people who have complained, yep. today's the day. And we are listening to listener feedback because we're going to speak to a listener later on who got in touch with us on our Facebook page. Now, something came into our inbox. Yep. Uh, that listener you just mentioned. I have trouble believing it. Yeah. It, re- it relates to something we've talked about on this show about three weeks ago. It's too good to be true. I don't think it's true. It can't be true. Let's find out later we'll, on. We'll, we'll go into it. We won't tell him yet. Yep. He'll be listening to this after the fact. but He can't be listening to this live. No, he can't be listening <laughs> to it now. So what we'll do is we'll find out from him. We'll yep. go into it. He'll think we're just doing it, believing him 100%. Yeah. But people listening will know that we're not believing him. Yeah. But we'll be, it'll be up to him to prove it. Everyone listening right now, you're just getting a little insight. Into how it's going to work a bit later Peek on. Peek behind the curtain. Hey, <laughs> next, MJ, I'm going to take us to a tennis match Ooh. in uh, in Doha. Tennis. Doha? It's rare that we cover Doha tennis, but we're going to do that next. Can't wait. This is Will, MJ. Will. Hey, MJ, uh, tennis doesn't get enough of a run on our show. I, I want to be ahead of the curve because yep. we've gone through racing season. Yep. We're in cricket season. We're moving into tennis season. So if we start covering tennis now... Yep then we'll be ahead of the curve when it comes to tennis season in about four weeks' yeah, time. we'll get the jump. And given it's a Melbourne-based show, I think covering the tennis now oh, is a important. really good way Very to go. Important. Very important. Because tennis fever is going to take a hold of this Grip city. Grip the city. And there was a match Billy in... Billy Idol's uh, coming down to perform. Billy Idol? I think so, yeah. Really? I saw Matt Corby's on the live stage. Is Billy it? Idol's a good get. Yeah, I know. But the live stage. That live stage is like a, it, one of the best music festivals going around. That's above its average or whatever the tennis is. Yeah, it serves that's, beyond that's, its pace. That's a cricket term. Mm. We're talking tennis. So there was a match in Doha recently. Yeah. I believe that's in Qatar. Mm. Uh, an M15 event, an ITF World Tennis Tour competition. So all the big names were there, obviously. Yeah, all the big names, such as Kriton Koyakal of Thailand and Ukraine's Artem Barman. And they oh, yeah. they uh, took each other on in the first round of qualifying. The new Federer and Nadal for mine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Koyakal <laughs> right and, and Barman. Oh, they're huge. And this match, it's weird that it would get so much coverage. Mm. It was a televised performance, and it was six love, six love yeah. to Thailand. Why are we talking about this? Because a match it, between two players no one's ever heard of. Yeah. <laughs> it's six love, six love. Because it's extremely rare in tennis, MJ, mm. that a golden match occurs where every single point of every single game goes to one competitor. Wow. Now, I need to show you some footage of this guy. So who won? Uh, Kayakul of uh, of Thailand. Yeah. Which, you know, I would have thought Ukraine would have been more versed in tennis than Thailand, but yeah, you know, fair on, play to him. On paper, I'd, I'd always go the Ukrainian. When you see the footage of this match, mm. you wonder if this person has ever seen tennis before. How That's he, how comical it is. How did he get a run? In, not in Doha. Where is it? Doha. It's in Doha. And there's about eight people in the stands. There's a chair umpire and there's one lines person. Any ball boys? At either end. No ball boys. They have to pick up their own balls and, and politely hit them back. But it looks like Thailand's tennis player is playing like his eight-year-old cousin. He's just sort of patting it back to him. So he? that means there was no double fault? Po- yeah, there couldn't have been a double fault. So Honestly, lo- you got to see lost a point. He just has to n- knock it over the net and he's won the point, basically. And you wonder how he could have got himself involved 
Mm. Because it says here in the article, when tournaments don't fill a qualifying draw, they can open the door to any player that pays the entry fee and has an ITF membership. So this Ukrainian bloke has bought an ITF membership <laughs> and just gone, are we, have we got any spots? And they've gone, yeah, well, this well, is, actually, this we is do. Doha. <laughs> Tennis is in a major draw card. He's gone on EasyJet. <laughs> Would you believe flight. it? Nadal isn't here. Look, you're, you're in, in, mate. <laughs> Lo and behold, he's just gotten one of the Isn't worst beatings easy? in the history of tennis. What's his name again, Will? This bloke? Artem Barman. I like his style. I think he's... You like his style. He's got the cheap flight down there. He's thought, you've got to be in it to win it sometimes, Will. He's wasted everyone's time. He bought brand new shoes, probably. There, were, there was a chair umpire thinking, why am I here? <laughs> Has he got a sponsor? If he has a sponsor, they, they better drive their price down. <laughs> Dimmies. <laughs> Now, Will, I've been looking forward to this all day. Yep. All week. All week. This is massive. It's probably, it is. It's huge. Now, we've, when we put the feelers out uh, for people to hit us up on our Facebook page. I never thought it would come to this. We've been, like, uh, now that we're suddenly incorporating them into our show, we're getting a lot more and a lot more. Mm. But this is the best one we've ever had. Now, a few weeks ago, I don't, I can't remember why we decided to do it, but we decided to do a deep dive into Prince Andrew. Yes. And his interview on the BBC. And we played some grabs where he admitted he doesn't sweat. Yep. Um, and then the weirdest one we played was the fact that uh, 12 years ago, whenever he was being questioned, yeah, he said he definitely wasn't in one location because he remembered being in another. One of the strangest alibis I think I've ever heard. So have a listen to this. You know that you were at home with the children. Mm. Was it a memorable night? On that particular day that, that, that um, uh, we now understand is the date which is the 10th of March. Uh, I was at home. Uh, I was with the children. I'd taken Beatrice to uh, a Pizza Express in Woking for a party at, a, I suppose, sort of four or five in the afternoon. Why would you remember that so specifically? Why would you remember a, a Pizza Express birthday and being at home? Because Good question. going to Pizza Express in Woking is an unusual thing for me to do. Anyone to do? Yeah. A very unusual thing for me to do. I've never been, I've only been through Woking a couple of times um, and I remember it weirdly distinctly. As soon as somebody reminded me of it, I went, oh yes, I remember that. I remember that, (laughs) as you would. So off the back of that grab, Will, I can't remember exactly what was said, but we said something on the lines of, if you've ever been to Pizza Express... In, we were taking the piss. Yeah, in Woking, yeah. send us a message. If you've been to a Pizza Express, period, just doesn't have to be the one in Woking. Let us know. Yeah. Now, we're joined on the no- line now by Ryan. Yes. Who contacted us on his Facebook page. Ryan, are you there? Yeah, I'm here, guys. Could you please explain what you let us know in our message on Facebook? Because I'm, I'm struggling to explain it myself here. Yeah, no worries. So uh, I've been in Europe for the past month and uh, I spent the last couple of days in London and I was going to go visit a mate who lives south of London and so I thought, oh, I'll catch the train. And, you know, fortunately enough for me, I caught the wrong train, so I ended up in Woking and I thought, oh, well, this is not great. So I asked uh, one of the train people, I said, oh, you know, when's the next train? I have to be here at a certain time. He's like, oh, you know, the train's not coming for another 50 minutes without cancellation. So I thought, oh, yeah, that's great. Um, so I thought, oh, I'll grab some lunch and I landed on Pizza Express. <laughs> but uh, is it true that you were listening to our podcast at the time? Well, um, not at the time, oh. but 
in in the restaurant, I because I'm solo traveling, yeah. a lot of time on my hands. I thought, oh well, I haven't listened to the World Ninja podcast in a while, um, so give them a listen. And the yeah, episode that I was up to was episode eighty six, I believe. <laughs> yeah, um, the Pizza Express episode. Yeah, the Pizza Express one, and I looked at it and I was like, Pizza Express, that's really weird. I don't think there's a Pizza Express in Australia, so this must be. What, what's, what's happening and then got all the way to the end and I heard the working part and I was like you know what, what the hell why this is crazy that's spooky that is real spooky but I went home that night and I was like oh, I'm afraid for my own life like, this is weird when does that ever happen yeah that that is a that is a creepy coincidence. It is freaky. The, now, the Pizza Express in Woking, mm. since the interview, this is a, a global juggernaut, this interview with Prince Andrew. Yeah. Is there any advertising or any signal in the Pizza Express in Woking that that was the, the one that he went to? Look, not that I noticed. Um, <laughs> then, then personally, there might be. Uh, I do remember it's, it's a restaurant, basically, so it's not mm. like your classic... Pizza Hut buffet style system. Oh. It's a nice restaurant. Um, I know. Sorry to disappoint, but yeah. oh, so it's not like the because we we hypothesised that it might have been one of those ninety style. Yeah, we presume like Sizzler sort of setup. Yeah, with the ice cream no, dispenser no. machine. No, so it's a nicer no, it's restaurant. Than that. Ice cream dispenser. I was, I was getting pretty keen for that. So yeah, like that there was when I was <laughs> down in the dumps. And how did the pizza <laughs> rank compared to Pizza Hut? Was it above or below Pizza Hut? <laughs> Um, yeah, that's a pretty good question. I just got your standard pepperoni. Um, yeah, I, it was pretty good. I did it. I don't know. Like Pizza Hut's pretty good, so yeah, it's it's hard to say. Really, Jeez, sorry, sorry, he stumped <laughs> sorry, you there. Sorry. He gave you such a, a difficult well, question. No, that's the big question. So we should have yeah. prepped you a bit better there. Now I'll be honest, Ryan. Uh, when we saw this message come through, I've just seen it and gone. This is bullshit. This can't be true. <laughs> this not, can't be true. And I've got, a, I've got a map of London open, and yeah. you said you were heading towards the south, and then yeah. then you said you caught the wrong train, because Woking is uh, southwest of London. So mm. your story checks yeah. out. I just want to ask, what the hell were you doing catching a train so far out of London in the first place if you're traveling through well, Europe? Well, my yeah. friend studies down south, yeah. and I thought, oh, ah, okay. I'll go visit you. And Whereabouts does he study? Uh, she studies near Brighton. She. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, yes, that is south of London, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, be- I believe you're right. Sorry to get all CSI. <laughs> I, think you're, I think you're telling the truth. <laughs> this isn't yeah, a lie detector, Will. I wouldn't go all the way to this effort, effort for no reason. No. It'd be a bit weird, so. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm still shaking. I'm in Australia at the moment. <laughs> I can tell. Still sort of like, what the hell? You're flustered. Yeah. <laughs> really flustered. I can hear it in your voice. I'm well, just like, what the hell? Well, right. thank you so much, Ryan. We really appreciate you getting in touch with us and telling us about your Pizza Express experience in Woking. No, no, no worries, boys. Um, probably just a quick shout-out to the Pizza Express. Good pizza, good time, so yep. good on them. Because yeah. they need all the positive PR they can get at the moment, so I think they'll appreciate mm. that. They're not getting too much no. positive PR, so... Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. And we appreciate you listening to us overseas as well. Like, I wouldn't uh, listen overseas, but you've jumped on board, and we, we appreciate that a lot. 
there was a bit of downtime and I thought, you know what, I've got to listen to a podcast while I'm over there and Will and MJ just one of the best. So yeah, why not? <laughs> you're a champion. Saying all the right things, right? Will, there's been some massive, massive footy news around. None bigger than a story that's still developing down in Geelong. Now, you said the, the two biggest footy stories of the week. I assume Bontempelli becoming the Bulldogs captain is one of them. Wouldn't be in my top ten. Okay. This is huge, Will. B- bit stiff, but yeah. I'm reading from the Geelong Advertiser. Yeah. The Geelong Cats have been left red-faced after an embarrassing bungle saw fans <laughs> issued with an incorrect fixture list. Now, nobody covers Geelong Cats embarrassing bungles better than the, the Geelong Advertiser. Geelong Advertiser. The they do Addy a, goes hard. They do a wonderful job down there, and they don't go hard unnecessarily. No. Oh, they don't, unless it's a real scoop. This is huge. <laughs> so there's a, been some fixture errors. Now, so a fixture, you know when member packs get sent out? Yeah. And there's a fi- there's a little lanyard, and there's a, you know, maybe oh, yeah. a bumper sticker. You a bumper sticker, you get maybe even like a 15% merchandise yeah. uh, discount or yeah, something. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. little card. For oh, it's, oh, it's great. It's Christmas. Great. In time for Christmas time, a good stocking stuffer for some. <laughs> but they've had well, a stocking stuff up. They have. <laughs> we'll have more right after this. <laughs> so, Geelong, um, they've sent this out, Will. Yeah. Now, this article says that um, it was a, a stuff up. The fixture's wrong. Yeah. How much of the fixture do you think they stuffed up, Will? But what, so they they sent out flyers with the fixture on it. No, no, this is the magnet. Oh, they're magnets. So they've yeah. got oh, the fixture magnet. The Jeez, fixture those magnet. are handy too. They are. Oh, you don't want to make errors on that. No, absolutely not. And it, <laughs> guess how many errors they have made? Well, What's, what do you reckon is wrong on it? 23 rounds in a season. Yeah. Well, I imagine you can't make less than one error because if you've got. Less than I'll say there's two errors because they might have got two teams around the wrong way or something. Dates, opponents, venues, and kickoff times are all wrong. That's the that's just the clean sweep. That's that's every, the, no, that's it's full not, house. No, it's not. Will why they've got the quaddy there, but they did get one thing right. What was that? And that was the final round game against Adelaide because it's still TBC. <laughs> Well, that's yeah. You would so hope they, they would. You don't want to get the time wrong on a on a game that still is yet to be established. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, how they've gotten every round wrong, every single round on their fridge magnets, dates, opponents, venues, kickoff times, all wrong. So, when Catman goes to get himself a nice glass yeah. of milk and he opens his fridge and checks the fridge magnet, he's just going to be bewildered. He won't know what to do. He'll be flying to Perth for a home game. As he's pulling his whiskers out. <laughs> <laughs> As he's applying his face paint in the kitchen mirror. Yeah, yeah. he may miss round one. Unless he listens to this podcast or reads the Geelong Advertiser, he's rooted. There's every chance Catman listens to this podcast. He's right in our demo. <laughs> All right, what was your second piece of footy news? Oh, it's not really a big one. It's what just that it? Ben Cunnington still uses a Nokia. <laughs> <laughs> he would. This is Will and MJ. And MJ, hmm. you tracked down a man from a news article you saw this morning. Well, I'm reading from the Geelong Advertiser now. It's been described as the most astonishing non-dismissal in cricket history. Now, that's a lot of hype. It didn't happen on the MCG or one of the major grounds. It happened no. down on the Ballerine Peninsula in the last couple of weeks. Still counts. And it took me a few reads to work out exactly what happened. Yep. All I can say first is the wickets have been hit middle stump. Yep. And the, it was a fair delivery, and the batsman managed to stay in. Now, we've managed to get in touch with the Colin Dina Cobras down there on the Ballerine. They were playing Jang Juck, and their medium pace, their, their number one man down there, Will, is a man by the name of Dean Britton. He was the man responsible for sending this ball down. G'day, Dino. 
G'day, guys. How you going? Now, Dean, we recently saw in the Ashes series that the uh, ball managed to hit the stumps. The bales failed to be removed. Now, how does your dismissal or non-dismissal in the last couple of weeks compare to those? Yeah, totally different. Um, so it's basically clean bulb and hit flat in the middle of the middle stump. <laughs> and uh, the stumps ended up on a back on a 45-degree angle. And, yeah, amazingly, the bales have bridged across and stayed in, intact. Um, <laughs> unbelievable. So you've hit the wickets. The middle stump's gone back. Have you gone up and celebrated? Yeah. I got, basically, all I heard the noise, first of all, and thought, yeah, got him. Beautiful. Um, and then, yeah, a bit of confusion. Um, someone said, bales are still on. He's not out. <laughs> it's like, well, he's obviously been bold, but... Yeah, I suppose if that's the rule, then that's the rule. But yeah, it was really confusing at the time. It would be, yeah. It's rare that you take someone's middle stump out and they manage to yeah. keep their spot at the crease. Yeah. So there, there were two bales uh, in this scenario? Yep. yep. So it wasn't so, just one of those uni bale things, one of those one no, pieces? No. So, check. so they were yep. placing enough inward pressure on each other that they managed to keep each other upright without a middle stump there. Yeah, a bit of a Roman bridge sort of a setup, I suppose. <laughs> it's pretty stiff. And so Kai Powers is the name of the batsman. I think he was only 15 yeah. years old. Judging yeah, him. yeah, he's a young fella. And yeah. so did he start walking after his stumps had been hit? He did, yeah. He was a bit like me, you know. You, you hear the noise and you don't even bother to look. You just sort of yeah, take it in your stride and off you go. But then, yeah, he got called back by the non-striker and, and the yeah. umpire. and yeah. So who, did the umpire good. notice or the non-striker notice? Oh, well, everybody, really. I guess, you know, it's not something you're going to miss, is it? So. <laughs> That's true. Now, was, uh, was the 15-year-old encouraged by yourself and the fielding side to perhaps walk with his, with his bat off? Well, as I said, it was mass confusion. Um, you know, as I said, rules are rules as well. And um, I was sort of just happy to be a part of a weird situation. So <laughs> I... <laughs> I didn't want to be stayed in the end, but there was a couple of our teammates that weren't too happy about it and, um, yeah, remonstrated. But, yeah, at the end of the day, he stayed out there and that's okay. Good on him. Rules are rules. Yeah. And we often see in cricket, uh, mm. you know, if there's a drop catch or something and the player goes on to make a ton, that's one of the, my, the stiffest things that can happen. What happened to the 15-year-old after you yeah. got him out? He went on to make yeah. a century. Oh, no, he tightened up his defence for about three balls and, uh, yeah, then I got him. And <laughs> <laughs> see you later. Yeah. <laughs> and he just knocked the bales off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yep. And what was, was caught, actually, so yeah. Oh, nice. And what, what was the delivery? Just a nice, was it a Yorker? Or yeah, a little, yeah, it was a Yorker, a little bit of outswing. Um, yeah, yeah, just one of the stock standard sort of balls I've got. Just yeah. something out of the kit bag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the toolbox. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> How's Colin Dana travelling this year, Dana? Uh, yeah, no, we're, we're, we're going all right. We're in the seconds and, um, yeah, we're, I think we're third on the ladder at the moment. So not too bad. Oh, beautiful. Good luck for the rest of the season. And, uh, hopefully, uh, well, gravity doesn't do this to you again. <laughs> yeah, no worries, boys. Thanks for, thanks for the chat. Cheers, awesome. Dino. Appreciate it. Thanks for joining okay. us, mate. That was Dean Britt there. Will, the power attack from down at Colin Dino. He's a bit of a matter of fact, wasn't he, Dino? He's... Yeah. Oh, no, no mucking around with Dino. No mucking around. Jeez, he's stiff, though. Imagine... I'd love to have seen how he took it. Imagine knocking a middle stump out <laughs> and the 15-year-old's still there on the other end. <laughs> this little kid oh, won't Kai like... Powers. Like cool a... name. Like a cockroach. We yeah. can't get rid of him. They're good names in this story. Yeah. Dean Britt, Kai Powers. Playing for the Cobras. The Cobras. It's all but, happening. Mind you, 
Mm. If you're a medium pacer thrown down to a 15 year old, yeah. put a bit more pace behind yeah. it, I reckon. <laughs> knock, <laughs> knock middle stump out of the ground. <laughs> How slow is the ball going for it not to <laughs> Oh, we're throwing down 20k now. You didn't have the balls to say that when Dino was on the line, Will. <laughs> yeah, he's a real coward, yeah. yeah. Eat some wheat fix, Dino. No, Will, yeah. Will and MJ's Serious News. <laughs> no, no, no. Serious News. No, we're going to finish on Serious News. Yep. Been, no. been a bit too much fun this episode. About time we got dragged back into reality, Will. Absolutely. Now, we're a sports-based show. Mm. We cover sport. This is a good opportunity for us to just take stock and look at the rest of the world and mm. see what's happening outside the sports sphere. It isn't all fun and games. No, it's not all fun and games. It's, it's not a very all, mean and nasty place. The world. It's not all balls and bats. No. It's not all grass and, no. and butterflies and, and rainbows. Ocean and waves. And Here's a story about Pavlova. <laughs> very happy dessert. No, it's not funny, actually. No, it's, well, the New Zealanders tried to claim Pavlova. You're across that, aren't you? Well, I think they did invent it. No, but we've taken it. We've yeah. made it. We made it That's what it was. Just Russell Crowe. As Crow. Australian. Yeah. Well, same. Like, far left. Russell, Russell Crowe Crow might have been born there, but yeah. we sort of took him on we board. We shaped him. Because he was Molded good. him. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, this is a troubling story. Mm. Uh, NRMA Insurance have conducted an experiment. It's an exclusive for the uh, Daily Telegraph, so I should credit them. It's an experiment about Australian drivers. Mm. And it turns out that. Out of this experiment of 20 parents driving around eight hours a day, mm. they, 95% of them improved their skills driving with a Pavlova in the front seat compared to a child. Really? Not, not funny. It's not funny. Really? Because they were more keen on keeping the Pavlova safe yeah. than their own child. Well, now part of me thinks... Mm. Perhaps that's because a toddler is a bit more resilient than a meringue-based dessert. In in the parents' defence here, yeah, toddlers are much more like <laughs> harder than a pavlova. If you heavy brake at a, a stop sign, yeah, your your four-year-old's got a seatbelt or a booster seat. Yeah, it might be a bit of a jolt. They can use their core muscles to hold themselves in. <laughs> it might just, might just a little tiny bit of whiplash. As I always say, Will, a pavlova has no core muscles. It has no core strength. No. The pavlova's going everywhere. <laughs> All over the front dash. Will, you've got one more bit of uh, serious news you couldn't get to in the actual serious news segment. So we've put a bit aside here at the end. Yeah. A little bonus. Bonus serious yeah. news. This is fun. Uh, go on. A, a Queenslander downloaded, mm. he, he now has the record yeah. for the most downloaded data in a single month. In Australian a history. Queenslander has. A Queenslander. It's wow. nice when a Queenslander gets a record. Yeah. Just carrying Australia. As like, someone who grew up in Brisbane, you're very yeah. patriotic around Queensland. Yep. It's swimming and downloading. Mm. We just carry the country. Dominate. And mid-strength beer. Yep. Forex. Fighting as well. <laughs> Punch-ons. <Yeah. laughs> Not funny. This Queenslander mm. downloaded 26,807 gigabytes in one of month. data. So How a gigabyte. Many, 20, say it again. Two hundred twenty-six thousand gigabytes. Twenty-six thousand gigabytes. Twenty-six terabytes. Wow. Are you aware of like there are hard drives, like you get a USB with two gigabytes hmm. on it, and that fits all your family photos from a holiday or something. Yeah. This is twenty-six thousand of them. That's a lot of gig. Now the, this article has. Um, a few different comparisons for mm. us, and this is what I thought you would enjoy. So okay. it's almost a copy 
of every single song on Spotify. Wow. Okay. The, the entire, yeah. the entire music Spotify library catalog. of okay. the human race. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Game of Thrones season eight in ultra HD, mm. 119 times or an mm. HD version of Joker, 7,615 times. Wow. Okay. So there's some, there's some that gives you some big numbers. Now, big numbers. I think that internet measure, like if you go to measure data, yeah, it should just be measured in one thing. Well, cause when you're measuring volume, yeah, we're talking Olympic, swimming, Olympic pool. swimming pools, or if you're talking length, it can be MCG length or crowd numbers. Also MCG. I think they also use MCG for volume. If it gets, you know, Over if, a if, we're, if we're talking 50 pools. Yeah. Suddenly, like, oh no, we're talking 100 pulse. This is MCG. Yeah. You can fit three MCGs of coffee cups. Exactly. It's the most (laughs) versatile measuring device. It's a great measure. I don't think you can use the MCG for download, internet download. No, of course not. It should be done in porn. How much porn? Strictly porn. porn. How much porn is this guy watch? Because what else is he downloading? I'd love to. How much porn is that? That's a hell of a porn. You just feel feel some air here as I try and. Yeah, well, they've gone Game of Thrones and the Joker, so. Yeah. So I've got here, if you're mm. watching a default YouTube video, I don't think you're going the HD. This is for the standard person. Oh, you don't think people will go HD? Let's for the, for the, <laughs> let's just for the sake of the argument, say that they're not. All right. They don't. Then. If you're watching a concurrent stream. If you download Porn HD. or otherwise. Yeah. It could be Gangnam Style on all, loop. For all you know. That's, that's the, that's the thing here. Yeah. It's not necessarily porn. Not all videos are porn. Most of them are. But you are eventually mm. using up one gigabyte roughly every four hours. Four hours. Okay. So if we go 26,000 gigabytes yeah. multiplied by, by four, four hours. Four hours. And then divide that number yeah. by 24 four hours a day, day. How many days has he got? <laughs> it's 4,333 days of four. Now, can you divide that by 365? Of course I can. <laughs> About, we won't worry about leap years for the sake a, of it. It's about 12 years of porn. 12 years in one month. Or Gangnam Style. That's a great, that's a great dozen years. If you've watched that much, hit us up on Will and Andrew. <laughs> if you think you would rival this guy in downloads, he must be downloading multiple sources. That's the thing. Down, if, don't you just stream these days anyway? But if you're streaming on four different screens. <laughs> it's not porn, other things. Or but if porn. you're streaming on four different screens, mm. suddenly that, you know, that. that yeah. Quadruples, you're... Do you reckon he's watching four porn videos? He got, I, don't, maybe look, I don't know a, what he's into. So that's four years for the four... If he's going to three screen. I'm just four, glad... It's only four years. I'm glad we've porn. broken it down. Yeah. That's assuming he does it 24-7 on four screens. <laughs> we've been Will and MJ. I hope we're you've about enjoyed to, the Where show. about in Queensland is he from? That might give us some insight. Uh, let's say Mount Isa. <laughs> Join the ever-growing Will and MJ fan club. I reckon your mum's just going, oh, well done, Michael. <laughs> Follow Will and MJ on Facebook, 105.1 Triple M.